0: Live from a secure concrete bunker somewhere in Ohio, New Thought Media Network presents Pastor Michael Mangus with Friday's Fireside Chat, spiritual conversation for today. Here he is from the secret radio room surrounded by thousands of watts, Pastor Michael Mangus. Well, good evening to everyone across the nation and around the globe here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangus, and this is the Friday evening Fired Side Chat live on the network. It is so good to see everyone tonight. Uh, we are currently taping on 12-4, December the 4th, Do you believe that, 2020. We have a great show for you this evening. Please feel free, though, to interact with us by posting your comments below here on Facebook. And I know that some of you are shy out there, okay, and don't like posting your stuff on Facebook. That's fine. You can always send me a nice little note or not. <laughs> Pastor Michael Mangus at gmail.com. Pastor Michael Mangus at gmail.com. The purpose of our fireside chat has always been to talk about contemporary issues from a new thought perspective. As I talked about a couple of weeks ago, I want us to all have a new thought about what is going on around us, not only here in the United States, but also globally. All right. From the legal department of the New Thought Media Network, the views and opinions expressed by the host and his guest, especially Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning, are generally right. (laughs) However, they do not represent the views and opinions necessarily of New Thought Media Network, Centers for Spiritual Living, or anyone else, living or dead. As they say in the 12-step recovery program, take what you like and leave the rest. And now back to our regularly scheduled program. (laughs) They're my opinions, they're my views. But I think that hopefully that we allow them to trigger within us a new thought, to start thinking about what we are going through here as part of the global family. So on this program, what we try to do here is we try to talk about the issues of the day and to be supportive, especially during this time. Christmas time this year is going to be different. As I was talking with uh, Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning, who's going to be our special guest this evening, all the way from Washington, D.C., we will be speaking about her brand new book this evening, which is called Forgive, Seven Steps to Find Forgiveness and Return to Love. It's an Amazon bestseller. And my last interview with Dr. Manning was my audition tape that landed me here on the New Thought Media Network. So Charlotte Manning's an absolutely wonderful individual. I know that you'll be blessed this evening here on the Fireside Chat. In the news this evening, we're still having to deal with COVID-19 from the CDC current as of 12 noon today the total number infected 14,041,436 total new cases since yesterday get this 219,187 a oh, wow total number of deaths here in the United States yesterday As of yesterday, 275,386, and that is up 2,800 since yesterday. Total worldwide
1: deaths currently stand at 1,500,000. So what we need to know about COVID-19, this is from CNN.
0: Experts say that these next coming months will be a worst case scenario in the U S before we reach the light at the end of the tunnel. And we'll be talking more about that here in a few moments. President elect Joe Biden says he'll urge everyone in the U S to wear masks during the symbolic first 100 days of his presidency. We'll talk more about that later. The United Kingdom, where Laura Topper is from, who was our guest last week, has received its first batch of the Pfizer BioNTech COVID-19 vaccine, which it approved on Wednesday. Other countries, including France and Portugal, plan to begin vaccination in the coming weeks. The Pfizer vaccine is expected to receive FDA approval here in the States on December 10th with the Moderna vaccine soon to follow. I didn't get the article from NPR, National Public Radio, but go on NPR to see the differences between the two vaccines. Really interesting. The only thing is that with the Pfizer vaccine, you have to pack it in dry ice.
1: You have to keep it at minus 70 Celsius, But with the Moderna vaccine, you keep it at normal refrigerator
0: temperatures. From our local station here in the Cleveland-Akron area, WKYC, seven northeastern Ohio counties have reached level four purple, COVID-19 risk level, while Cuyahoga County is on the watch list, including here in Summit County where we are broadcasting tonight. Also from WKYC, on Friday, Governor Mike DeWine of Ohio presented the state's plan for distribution of the first batch of COVID-19 vaccines during the month of December. DeWine confirmed that the groups that will be prioritized first will be those healthcare workers who are involved in the care of COVID-19, EMS responders, and those Vulnerable individuals who live near each other and those who care for them, for example, nursing homes and assisted living homes. I just got a text from my sister today that my mother was exposed to COVID-19 through her healthcare worker. So now she's having to be in quarantine now for the next 14 days. Back to the article, it says that the governor says that around December the 15th, There will be a shipment of around 88,000 vaccines from Pfizer that will go to Walgreens and CVS to head to those congregant care settings with another 9,700 that will go to those working in hospitals. When we're talking about doses with the vaccines, both the Moderna and also the Pfizer vaccine, They are a two-part vaccine. So 88,000 sounds like a lot of doses, but it really only covers 44,000 people. One week later, on December 22nd, the state anticipates a shipment of 201,000 vaccines from Moderna. These will go to 98 hospitals and 108 health departments. Hospitals will vaccinate those dealing with COVID patients Health departments will vaccinate people who work like in EMS. On that same date, the wine says that the state also expects another shipment from Pfizer. The tentative number of vaccines in the shipment is 123,000. These will go to Walgreens and to CVS for vaccinations of those in congregant care settings. So the people who are in nursing homes,
1: long-term care facilities, they're going to get first crack at the vaccine. A few days later, DeWine says that Ohio expects to get another 148,000
0: vaccines from Pfizer and another 89,000 vaccines from Moderna. The reason I read this is because again, this is probably going to be the same in your state,
1: also in your country. There is light at the end of the tunnel here, a little dim, but
0: we all need to be patient here and still practice
1: the four W's, which are wash your hands, watch your distance, wear a mask, and open the window for more circulation. Everything that I just told you has been proven by studies.
0: The wearing of masks have been shown to cut down on the particulate coming out of your mouth. Please just do that. Take care of yourself. We all have a part to play here. I got word yesterday that a friend of mine and his mom are recovering from COVID-19. And I was thinking, oh, my goodness. What would have happened if I would have had to go visit him in the funeral home? More than likely, I wouldn't be able to. We do not have to be sick if we follow the current science and we keep up our daily spiritual practice. Now, I was thinking about the comment that we received last week on the Facebook page that says that we should not follow the science and we're all being duped by the mainstream media. Yours truly has done a lot of research into this. And I have read to you articles like from Columbia University
1: that said that we could have all taken the death toll and made it 50% less if we would have all followed the science.
0: Again, this is not about politics here. People have made this thing a Democrat-Republican mishmash. This is about saving lives. This is about caring for other people, do unto others as you would have them do unto you.
1: Your mask honors my mask, my mask, honors your mask.
0: So I encourage us all to follow the science and to keep safe. And we all may have to wear masks, even
1: if we get the vaccine. Through 2021, public worship will probably not return to normal
0: until late 2021 or early 2022, hopefully we can celebrate Christmas together. Most congregations are still doing a limited attendance service, with some of them in highly infected areas going back to just online.
1: I know all of this has been difficult. Because I've talked to a lot of you. However, we will all get through this. Do we understand that?
0: And by the way, that word normal, (laughs) that's been tossed out the window. We have no idea what normal is going to be after we come out of this. However, I think that you're going to see a permanent change in how we do religious services online. We will always, from now on, have an online component along with our in-person service. You will see probably more production value over the next several years as seminaries and also denominations teach their pastors how to (laughs) be in front of a camera. But this is an exciting new world because especially here on the New Thought Media Network, we're able to take
1: this message not only to everyone here in the United States, but to people around the world. And that's what excites me. So we
0: here in New Thought need to keep the high watch by praying for peace and health
1: and calm in the world. We will all be celebrating Christmas differently this year. The CDC,
0: the WHO, and all the other health experts are still cautioning about large gatherings outside your personal family bubble. The light is coming back as promised by Yule and Christmas. So let's all give
1: each other, instead of presents this year, the gift of calm and patience and also distance. All right. If you've wondered what you have
0: tuned into tonight, well, welcome. This is the Friday evening Fireside Chat here on the New Thought Media Network. In just a few moments, we'll be introducing our guest this evening, all the way from Washington, D.C., my good friend, the Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning, who will be speaking on her brand new book on Amazon called Forgive. That'll be in about 15 minutes or so. In other news here, President Trump is still not conceding the election to Joe Biden. This week, the White House released a 46-minute video with Trump continuing to speak of unproven
1: voter fraud and rigged elections. There has been no viable proof of that. No
0: matter what the current president says, no matter what his legal team says,
1: none. And let me explain why. In all of these boards of elections, you have Democrats and Republicans counting the ballots, handling the ballots. It's not just one party. What happened here is that there was a tremendous amount of cooperation between the parties,
0: and again, that we had one of the finest elections that we have had in several years here. Even the
1: head of the Department of Homeland Security said We picked up no hacking because we did our homework. Again, just pray for peace here in our country.
0: I know it sounds disturbing to some of us, but again, let's just know that that peace that passes all understanding is within us. Well, here's some good news here. This is where the stimulus talks stand on Capitol Hill. From CNN, Lauren Fox says, what a difference a week makes. On Monday, it looked like nothing was going to happen on the stimulus package. Now it's possible that a deal is brokered in a matter of days. It is crunch time. If a bipartisan group of lawmakers is actually going to unlock a stimulus agreement and present it in writing by Monday, there is a lot of work left to do. So what's actually in the plan? We received late word that Joe Biden is still trying to
1: get us a stimulus check. Don't count on it, though. And the plan currently on the Hill,
0: there's $300 a week in enhanced federal unemployment benefits. And there's still a debate on how retroactive that could be. A continued pause on student loan payments, eviction moratorium. Another round of money for the Paycheck Protection Program, $16 billion for vaccine development and the distribution and also COVID-19 testing and tracing, extension of unemployment programs that allow gig workers to file for unemployment insurance, and also the extension of programs that allow for unemployed Americans to get 39 weeks instead of 26. And you've probably have seen like I have the lines in front of
1: food banks that stretch for miles. Let us all be generous in our giving this year. Even though parts of the economy are coming back,
0: others are not right now. One of my roommates here found employment after six months and they hired him on the spot. How about that? So there is some good news about all of this. However, our loving support of others not so fortunate here goes a long way. Please be generous at the kettles this year with the Salvation Army.
1: Please be generous in any kind of holiday giving that you do this year. it's okay to skip a few presents (laughs) to
0: give to those who are not going to have any Christmas at all.
1: All right? So there is light at the end of the tunnel here. And that light is not outside. And it's not dependent upon whether or not the news says so. That
0: light is within us. It's within you. It's within me. Let's all tap into that light here for encouragement and comfort during this time. This month of December,
1: the whole holidays of Yule, Christmas, also Hanukkah,
0: are festivals of light. So we celebrate the light returning. Again, it's been getting darker. So what we're celebrating now is we're
1: celebrating the light returning for the new year. But that light is within us, Emmanuel. God is with us. This too shall pass.
0: We will all be okay. Again, if we keep our minds
1: straight, and are determined to not be burned, but blessed through this. All right. Once again, good evening. How are you? Welcome. You have tuned in to the Friday
0: Evening Fireside Chat. Here on the New Thought Media Network, I am its humble host, broadcasting from the secret radio room somewhere in Akron, Ohio. Now, I've told Diego... And I think that Reverend Dr. Manning knows where it's at. But we're still not telling Reverend Robert. Okay? I may even tell you. (laughs) It's just a real blessing to be with you this evening. All right. We have good news this evening from the North Pole. Sorry, Grinch the virus won't stop NORAD from tracking Santa Claus. The children of the world can rest easy. This is from the Associated Press. A global pandemic won't stop them from tracking Santa Claus's progress as he delivers gifts around the globe on Christmas Eve. The North American Aerospace Defense Command has announced that NORAD will track Santa on December 24th just as it has done for 65 years. But there's going to be some changes. Not every child will be able to get through to a volunteer at the NORAD call center to check on Santa's whereabouts, as they have in years before. You will have to use your computer this year, kids, all right? There's normally 150 to 160 volunteers that crowd into a conference room at the Peterson Air Force Base in Colorado Springs, making two-hour shifts to answer the phones as eager children call to see if Santa and his sleigh have reached their rooftops. Altogether, 1,500 people over 20 hours have participated in the call center in the past, fielding more than 130,000 calls beginning at 6 a.m. And that's Eastern time on Christmas Eve. Now, this year, due to the safety restrictions forced by the COVID-19 pandemic, the number of volunteers have been drastically cut to what NORAD expects will be fewer than 10 people per shift. And we understand that this is a time under tradition, and we know that there is going to be some disappointment, said a NORAD spokesman, but we're trying to keep it safe for everyone involved. So some callers may be able to once again get through to a member of the military or another volunteer when they dial the NORAD Track Santa toll-free number at 1-877-HIGH-NORAD. That's 1-877-HIGH-NORAD. But others will get a recorded update on Santa's current location. So you'll always be able to know where Santa Claus is, all right? The spokesperson said that NORAD will largely limit volunteers to people who have already worked there and their immediate families, but that could be expanded a bit as the time gets closer. He says that this year's volunteers will answer health questions and have their temperature checked when they are arriving at the Air Force Base. And also, cleaning crew will wipe down the surfaces throughout the day. There will be wipes and other supplies available between shifts. The entire calling areas will be sanitized before the next group comes in. Faced with concerns about the virus, officials at NORAD have worked for weeks to figure out a way to ensure that all the kids out there know that, number one, NORAD is not going to shoot Santa Claus down. (laughs) And number two, that Santa's on its way. In the sleigh, the military command has been fielding calls since 1955. When Air Force Colonel Harry Shoup, who was the commander on duty at the NORAD predecessor, the Continental Air Defense Command, he fielded a call from a child who dialed a misprinted number in a uh, newspaper department store ad, thinking that she was calling Santa Claus. (laughs) They misprinted the number, and they gave a super-secret number (laughs) to NORAD. A fast-thinking shoop quickly assured his caller that he was, and the tradition began. Today, most of the calls come from Japan and Europe, and as the day goes on, the callers from the U.S. and also Canada climbs. So besides the call center... The NORAD Track Santa website is noradsanta.org, noradsanta.org, as well as on social media pages. It's also on Amazon Alexa, OnStar, and a new mobile app will be available with up-to-the-minute details on Santa's location. The social media team will operate from a separate conference room at the base. The tracking Santa apps will soon be available on Google Play and also
1: the Apple App Store. Christmas goes on. (laughs) I have a confession to make. I track Santa Claus on noradsanta.org every Christmas.
0: (laughs) Oh, I love doing that. That's a lot of fun. Anyhow, again, hi, good evening to you. Welcome. This is the Friday evening fireside chat here on the New Thought Media Network. I am Pastor Michael Mangus. For some announcements here, yours truly is parking himself at the Summit CSL. For more information, go to summitcsl.org. There you will find all kinds of information about our wonderful Sunday gatherings online at 10.30 Eastern, 7.30 Pacific time. Grab your cup of coffee or tea and join
1: us, please. We have one of the best services. I believe in new thought.
0: We have, I believe, the right balance of teaching the right balance of silence, the right balance of meditation, the right balance of music. It's a wonderful hour. Please join us this coming Sunday. All the information is on our website on summitcsl.org. Also, I am currently open for individual practitioner sessions, Sunday speaking, and also ceremonies, Love Doing Weddings. If you would like more information on that, please go to Pastor Michael Mangus at gmail.com. Pastor Michael Mangus at gmail.com. Would love to get your views on the show. Would love to just uh, communicate with you. I know that some people are a little shy about communicating through Facebook, and I get that. So just send me a note and just say, you know, you like the show, you don't like the show.
1: <laughs> That's okay. We have all kinds of announcements here from the New Thought Media Network. Uh, coming up is a 40-day peace vigil beginning on December
0: the 12th. And you can learn more at Network.org, a 40-day peace vigil. Thank you, Diego. Isn't that a cool VW bus? We are also inviting you to experience our New Year's Visioning Retreat beginning on Friday, January 1st. We will be offering 14 visioning sessions, and each of the sessions will include an optional beginner's chat and sharing experience. So you need to register at ntmedia.org for that also. Reverend Robert is continuing his midweek pick-me-up Wednesdays at 6 p.m. Mountain Time, 8 p.m. Eastern. We have all kinds of stuff happening here, including Monday morning visioning. On Mondays also, we have, again, the beautiful, talented Laura Topper, live from the UK, the Cosmic Prayer. Tuesday, we have the Mystical Writers Hangout, Treasures from the Dow, with Reverend Jody all kinds of cool stuff. Again, uh, Jersey Girl Wisdom with uh, Reverend Dr. Michelle Wadley at 10 a.m. on Thursdays. Ministers talking stuff. <laughs> I can't say the other word. At uh, 7 a.m. on Fridays with Reverend
1: Robert and also Reverend Z. Again, lots of stuff happening here. And we need your help. Like I said last week, we ran a little short on our fundraising drive.
0: We need to raise $5,000 before the end of the year to cover our basic expenses here. Could you please help us? There's all kinds of wonderful premiums here on ntmedia.org. So please click on the donate button. All kinds of cool swag. We have coffee mugs, hoodies, all kinds of stuff. And like I said last week, the one premium that you get is that you get to
1: take this message of new thought around the world. We have the technology now to do that. Can we ask your help, please? Again, I'm putting in a, an equipment list for a grant this week. But we also have other needs because we want to be first class here. Please go on our website, newthoughtmedia.org for more information. And you may
0: even get your Christmas shopping done early. <laughs> There's some really cool
1: premiums there. All right. I would like to
0: introduce our guest this evening. The Reverend Dr. Charlotte Stokes Manning is the founder CEO of Infinity Ministries. She is a number one Amazon bestselling author and strategic intervention coach under the direction of Tony Robbins. And she has grace pulpits, including ours here in Akron, stages and also corporations across the United States and abroad for over 25 years. Dr. Manning has worked with such notables as Urien Williamson, Oprah Winfrey, Stedman Graham, Wayne Dyer, Deepak Chopra, and also Dr. Barbara King, just to name a few. Dr. Charlotte also has and is a life coach and also a health and wellness coach certified counselor with an emphasis on the empowerment of women, particularly women over the age of 50. Dr. Manning has worked with social organizations and also church and women's groups across the United States and Canada. She's wildly known as Dr. Forgiveness and we'll be talking about her number one best-selling Amazon book on forgiveness this evening. Helping others to achieve their dreams and goals has always been the driving force in her life and her signature speech, Don't Let the Past Defeat You, Let It Teach You, has given her audiences a clear understanding that finding forgiveness is all about you. And returning to love is the greatest gift that you can give yourself. Marianne Williamson said this about Dr. Manning, Dr. Charlotte's depth of commitment, And spiritual devotion is beyond question. Her charisma and power is undeniable. So, with those words, I gladly welcome to the New Thought Media Network my good friend of over 20 years now, the Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning. Good evening.
2: Hey, how are you this evening? So glad. This is going on and on and on. You know, I don't do those. I don't like those. Hey. I know, I know. You know me. You know, I said to you, I love the fact that the Fireside Chat whole thing about is not biographical. You know what I mean? You're my first. I tell people that all the time and they laugh because, you know, they go there. But, you know, when I started this journey many, many years ago, after working with Marianne for seven years, Marianne said, you know, there's a there's a message you have and the world should hear it. And Summit Spiritual Center, under the direction of Pastor Michael Mangus, was the first church that allowed me to come and share my message. So, you know, you're special. To me, when you call, I come. I show up, you know, because you're my first, my last, my always. Aww, oh. Yeah, yeah. I
0: appreciate you, yeah, and she is, yeah, a, especially are. during the winter time. Uh, <laughs> Charlotte has gotten on the turnpike for me and has yes. come and uh, done a special events for me, uh, mm-hmm. and I, I just appreciate your love and friendship. Uh, since the last time we talked. One of your mentors, the Reverend Dr. Bishop Barbara King of Atlanta, made her transition. So, talk to us about her life and legacy.
2: Wow. You know, Dr. Barbara, I mean, her stature was, Dr. Barbara was six foot five inches tall. And I mean, when she entered a room, you knew, everybody knew she was there. She was soft spoken, but, you know, she was just, a, a spiritual force. She uh, mentored and uh, uh, she ordained my doctorate. I got my doctorate of divinity. She ordained me along with Iyala Vonsant, who does Iyala fix my life. Uh, she was best friends with Dela Reese, who also graduated with us. Uh, she was uh, she was ordained from the Right Reverend Johnny Coleman, who was a leader in the New Thought movement, the Unity movement. Uh, a gazillion years ago not to mention that she was a driving force um oh yeah johnny coleman yeah and Dr. Barbara was a driving force in politics and spiritual awakening. You know, she started her ministry uh, in the early uh, 70s, I mean, when women were not permitted in the pulpit. And uh, she found her way to Reverend Johnny Coleman. And Dr. Barbara initially wanted to be a Baptist minister. And they told her that wasn't a woman going to be in their pulpit. And she ended up uh, uh, finding unity, and unity was what spoke to her. And uh, so we were one. Her children, and you know what was most beautiful about Dr. Barber's best friend was Maya Angelou, and uh, you know she had friends like that, presidents, and I mean, but yet and still her connection was to. The homeless person, um, you know, living in their car. And I mean, she always had a kind word or lesson or something. She always taught us be patient, be kind, be empathetic. And, and that will give you all the things that you need. So when I wrote this book, this was before Um, She had made her transition as a surprise to her. I wrote this book and I dedicated the book to her and before she she made her transition before um, she got to read it. But I know I know she's heard it. She's read it and she's she's experienced it. But I I just want to share that Dr. Barbara was sick for two weeks. She had just celebrated her 90th birthday. Now to tell wow. you just she how, how big she was, they had an outdoor, she was a Zeta Phi Beta uh, member of the Zeta Phi Beta sorority and their colors were royal blue and white. And they had a, a 90th birthday celebration at her church outside. They had the tents and everything for her. And I want to tell you, Les Brown, was the Grand yep. Marshal of of her of the parade? They had a convoy of of uh, Corvette Stingrays from the first one up to twenty twenty. They had people from Van Vincent, Michael Beck with Kevin Ross. I mean, you name it, Andrew Andrew Young, and I mean, you name it, the notables that came out to celebrate her life. This speaks volumes. And, you know, when you can say to yourself, this was her home going. She got to experience her own home going because she um, was she got. They say that she had a stomach bug. I don't know if Dr. Barber developed COVID or what, but she was sick for two weeks. I spoke to her the morning that um, she made her transition. And I just I called her and I said, I just needed to hear your voice this morning. I called her Dr. B. I just needed to hear your voice. And she said, I love you, baby. She said, I'm going home. I love you, baby. Don't ever forget that. And you be kind and you be patient and you be loving. Those are the last words she said to me. So she's given me. A you know my mantle I've picked up the mantle to continue to do the work um, that she's been doing so that's it
0: yeah she is a an absolute legend <sighs> yeah uh, in in new thought and yeah. uh, so glad that she's and I mean
2: not church. just unity religious science I mean all of that everybody recognized her I mean she was just amazing. Also,
0: a regular denominations. Yes. Uh, you know, yeah. In the, mm-hmm. the Atlanta area. Yeah. So much to talk about. So little time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I know.
2: Explain your,
0: your acronym for your new book on forgive.
2: Well, this book was so paramount for me, um, particularly right now as we go through this experience. And I think that this experience is primarily happening in the, on our conscience level, because we all needed to take a pause. We weren't willing to do the pause, you know, consciously. So God had to put the pause on us. And in so doing, we lost a lot. We've lost a lot of our compassion. We've lost a lot of our, our, um, our empathy. We've lost a lot of our neighborly love. You said earlier, love your neighbor as yourself. You know, we've lost so much of that now that we needed to have something like this. And this pandemic has been a gift to us. And and even though we may not understand it, we may not recognize it, Donald Trump has been a gift to us. Because a lot of the things that we have taken for granted, those things that we needed to do to exercise more compassion to our neighbor, to love, honor, and cherish those people that mean to us, mean so much to us, like the relationship that you and I have. You know, no matter where we are or what we're doing, if we need one another, we can reach out to one another. So, forgive is a, is an acronym. This book is 100 pages. You can read this book in an hour um, or a little more than an hour. It's intended that way. The intention is that it has some exercises in there, but forgive represents. F stands for face your fears. We need to get in touch with those things that, that frighten us. You know, what is it that because A Course in Miracles teaches us there are only two emotions. You're either coming from a place of love or you're coming from a place of fear. Fear shows up in anger, upset, um, uh, disconnect, all those things. Anytime you are out of love, you are in fear. So you are moving towards are moving away from God. Love is your moving back towards God. So when we think about God and our relationship with God, God never abandons or forsakes us. Never. We move away from God. God never moves away from us. And God is always waiting for us to return to the love that he is. So F stands for face your fears. O represents organize your thinking. You have to create the kind of thoughts that you want to have; those things that you want to manifest in your life. Yeah, buts, don't don't um, they? Don't exist in organized thinking. Um, I can't does not rep does not um, resonate in organized thinking. When we go to the R, we look at the R, which is release and let the crap go already let it go. You, if you can't change it, release it. So your father didn't treat you right. He, he didn't do this. He didn't do that. Your mother didn't do this. By God's grace, you're still here. And as a result of your still being here, you, as A Course in Miracles said, are you willing to see this situation differently? Because you, you can do that. So release and let the crap go already. Forget about it. Move on into let your past teach you. Don't let it torment you. So G stands for gratitude. G, be grateful. Go outside. I go outside every morning. The first thing I say is thank you, God. Thank you for this day. Then I ask God, what will you have me do? Because if I ask God for an assignment, God has got to give me the time, the talent, and the treasure to fulfill that assignment. So that keeps me connected to the I am that God is. So I'm grateful for the relationship that I have with God. I stands for intuition. Listen to your gut. Your gut will never lie to you. Your intuition will always guide and direct you on the path of righteousness. If you're not doing what you're supposed to do, guess what? Your hands will sweat. Your heart will race. You'll break out into a sweat. You're nervous and anxious. All of these kinds of things. Your intuition is is your navigation system. That get you into that right space into that right place doing the right thing that God would have you do v is for value value the little things in life i walk, I, I have i walk every day i'm 70 years old and i look marvelous okay <laughs> i'm 70 years old i have um i walk 3 miles 4 miles 5 miles 6 miles Every day, I start on my Monday, Sundays are three miles, Monday, four miles, Tuesday, five miles, Wednesday, six miles, Thursday, three miles, and on and on and on like that. I get out every day and I walk. And as I walk, you know, we talk about the mask. You were talking about the mask. I used to get so angry when I would see people that didn't have their mask on. And then I said to myself, they, they going on about their business. They could care less that I'm upset that they don't have on a mask. I'm wearing a mask. And when I walk past them and they're not wearing a mask, I smile at them. And I put the light of God around them, the love of God enfold them, the power of God, protect them, the presence of God watching over them. I'm putting the Holy ghost on them. Okay. As I walk by. And as I see, I see people walking with, I engage with the puppies every morning. I see a puppy. Hey, puppy. Good morning, puppy. That owner will smile. You give attention to that animal, that owner will smile. That's how I engage with them. Value the little things. And of course, energy, your energy, how you express to the world is how the world will express back to you. So do a little, uh, sing a little song, do a little dance, get down tonight. When you are feeling down or depressed or anxious about anything, my favorite song is 24 Karat Gold by Bruno Mars. I put on that song and and it lifts my spirit. You have never seen an unhappy singer. You've never seen an unhappy dancer. If you are feeling disconnected, get that energy moving in your body. So all of this allows us to have the consciousness of light and love. And forgiveness, as I have said over and over again, forgiveness is never about the other person. It's always about you. And you have to ask yourself, is that person, is that circumstance, is that situation worth me? sacrificing my own happiness, my own joy, my own peace, my own presence, my own connection with the I am within myself. No one has a right to steal your joy from you. They can't steal your joy from you. You can only give it away.
0: We are... we have four minutes left, but I wanted to tell everyone this evening to you. Uh, mm-hmm. We are talking with the Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning from Washington, D.C. About her brand new book, which you can get on your Amazon Kindle for only this evening. $2.99. $2.99 for this wonderful book. And uh, she says it takes about an hour to go through, but... She has lots of homework in there. So, so make <laughs> yes. sure that you also do. You can read it in an hour, but make sure that you do the homework. Correct. A couple more questions before we go this mm-hmm. evening. Um, so, the Supreme Court ruled last week in that five-four decision to rescind the New York State limits on the religious gathering. So, what's your view on that?
2: Well, listen, I I firmly believe in the First Amendment. And I believe if you can protest, OK, um, in the street, you should be able to worship in your church. It is a, it is a choice situation. OK, My, cho- I'm I'm pro choice. All right. That doesn't mean I'm anti life. Do you understand what I'm saying? And it's the same thing about going to church. I have a choice. I can choose to go to church, which I have done. okay, Um, and or I can choose to watch it online. Ninety nine point nine percent of the time since we have been isolated, I have watched it on YouTube. But I have spoken in my church and we have our AV crew. We probably have 10 or 20 people that are in congregation. But I think, again, it is up to you. I'm 70 years old, as I said. So I'm considered high risk. Even though I'm healthy, I'm considered in that high risk category. So do I want to subject myself or do I want to project myself onto someone else when it's just as easy and simple. So I think you cannot take away someone's choice um, in, in, in wanting to do that. So I agree. I'm not certain that I agree in the format that they're using it for, or the statement that they're making, but you cannot deny one and, and support the other. Is it you know the Constitution is written in a way that you know I you know if I'm going to march with the NAACP, the Klan's got a right to march as well. So do I subscribe to that? No. But
0: we have two minutes. <laughs> so uh, quickly what are you recommending to people during the holiday season? A lot of this, uh, because of COVID, we're not going to be able to see mm-hmm. each other and we're making that choice to go ahead and to be at home. So what are you, what are you telling people to be mindful for during the holiday season?
2: You know, as I think you said it best in, in, your, in the beginning of your talk, you know, um, we can sacrifice this Christmas in order to look forward to the future Christmases. If we do what we need to do now, this virus is not worth compromising the life of a loved one. Rather, it is your child or your sibling or your parent or your aunt or your uncle. Some mashed potatoes and some sweet potatoes and some some turkey is not worth the compromise of that and I'm not being cavalier when I say that in all sincerity if you love your family truly love your family give them the gift of staying home this year
0: Charlotte Manning Mm -hmm. we need to go (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I love you, Michael. Oh, I love you. you and appreciate Wonderful.
0: You. Uh, the new book is called forgive seven steps to find forgiveness and return to love. That's on, that's an Amazon bestseller, Two ninety nine tonight. If you go on amazon.com and, and get that uh, again, Diego, put that up there. Dr. Charlotte Manning's brand new book, forgive. And again, you can download it this evening and start forgiving in your life. Reverend Dr. Charlotte Manning, thank you for being on the fireside chat this evening. We will have you back soon. Again, thank you. Thank you, you, very thank very you Diego. For, yeah, to the producer, Diego. Thank you. All right. We have God a few bless. more things. Thank you very, very much. We have a few more things we need to do tonight before we go. Uh, first of all, again, please, please, please support us here at New Thought Media. We need your help. Last Tuesday was Giving Tuesday. We are still $4,000
1: short of what we need to run this network. Please, if you could, go to
0: the newthoughtmedianetwork.org donate page. There you can find all kinds of really wonderful things. We have coffee mugs. We have stickers. We have all kinds of things there. And as I said before, the one thing, the one gift that you can give the world is this network because for s- some people this is the only <laughs> this is the only church service that they get we are their spiritual community and again i'm not just talking about this country i'm talking about overseas so again if you could please go to the uh, ntmedia.org to our brand new website. There'll be more information about that there. One more thing, uh, this coming Sunday, again, join us at Summit CSL for a wonderful service. Uh, we'll be talking about peace. Um, Dr. Dina Hanley is a wonderful speaker. Uh, she's a uh, uh, college professor, and also uh, she works in the field of criminal justice, but you'll really love her take on peace. This coming Sunday here on, well, on the um, uh Summit there you go summitcsl.org there you go all right time to go we really wish you a wonderful week we'll see you next week we will have a very special guest our my state representative amelia sykes will be on next week i know that you will just be blessed uh amelia is not only a practicing attorney but also uh she also has her master's degree in public health. So you will get an earful next week about all the topics. Again, from all of us to all of you, have a great week here, and we'll see you later. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining us this evening for Friday's Fireside Chat with Pastor Michael Mangus. Join us again next week at 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain for more spiritual conversations for today. For more information and replays of past shows, please visit the New Thought Radio and Media Network's Facebook page. Until next week, may God bless you richly and abundantly.